So you've launched your podcast and you'd like to continue building your credibility as an expert. One strategy to help you do so is to be featured as a guest on another podcast show. Today on The Established Show, I'm going to interview Christina Linkowski, a PR expert who helps entrepreneurs get featured onto podcast shows. So all they have to do is show up and talk. If you are interested in learning how to be a guest, then let's get into the interview. Well, Christina, thank you so much for joining the show again today. Can you please take a moment and introduce yourself? Yes. Hello. Uh, My name is Christina Linkowski, and I am a podcast strategist. And essentially, I really help thought leaders, speakers, and authors go from best kept secret to the go-to expert in their industry um, by being a guest on other people's podcasts. Amazing. And I'm so glad to have Christina on the show. We've already talked a lot behind the scenes and we're talking so much amazing strategy that I know is going to be very relevant and helpful for growing a lot of shows of my clients. And so Christina and I actually met at a conference recently, a marketing conference, and we connected because we're really working with the same clientele, authors, speakers, and thought leaders. I asked her, you know, I said, you have information my clients need. So we're going to talk about it if that's cool with you. So again, thank you for joining. I know how valuable your time is. So Christina, can you just kind of give us a quick lowdown on your experience in PR and how you got into podcast pitching? So I've been in the PR game for um, well over a decade, um, actually about 15 years total. But I was in it for about 10 years for various, working at various agencies all around the country, worked for like Cirque du Soleil, all the way down to mom and pop stores, like in the state where I live, Idaho. So kind of doing all kinds of different things all over the place. And then I had my daughter and I decided that since it was about six years ago that I was going to go into consulting, go off on my own because I just couldn't do, be a senior account exec, you know, um, for a PR agency while I was also trying to be a parent, I found for me personally. And so my particular area of expertise was tourism PR. So that was, you know, the area that I, I really loved and kind of what I, what I enjoyed teaching. And I would go all around the, the country and speak on that. And so I decided that I was going to do an online course. Like I'm doing an online course. I'm going to sell it to cities and municipalities and this and that. And so I did. And I, even though I had been in PR at that point for a really long time, when I launched my first course, I was like, well, I got to do what all, all these gurus are saying. And I just need to do some ads and I don't know, some webinars and like publicity wasn't even a part of the equation, you know? And so I was like, well, this is how they say to do it. So I'm going to do it. And it was a huge flop. Like it, it didn't go well, you know, to put it, to put it mildly. And so the next time I launched, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this my way. And so I started to get myself booked on podcasts, started to do some other publicity work. And the difference was monumental. I had people pursuing me as opposed to me feeling like I was always chasing clients. That was huge, you know? And the other thing about publicity is, you know, I had been dumping all this money into ads And it's not that ads are a bad thing. They just all need to work together. Mm -hmm. And so I've been doing this, whereas publicity doesn't cost anything. You know, it's something that I could do, that I could get out in front of people. There was no exchange of money that was happening for me to be on these shows. And yeah, it just, it absolutely changed the course of my business. So when I saw this huge impact that it had, 
I decided that this was what I wanted to do. I wanted to help other entrepreneurs, you know, be able to attract people naturally. And that was by showing who they were through being a guest on podcasts. That's amazing. And I love your story because I just feel like you've had so much experience and you've really, you know, you've had these situations where you've tried what everyone says to do and, Mm -hmm. you know, pay for the ads, create the webinars. There's so many funnels that you can build. And that's the thing, right? There's so many different ways you can paint a picture, Mm -hmm. but that's why I feel like you and I connect so much because we love podcasting. We love the power because really it's about building genuine connection and just finding the right audience. And then I personally don't think that's as risky as running ads, making all that ad spend to do that. You know, like I'm not that risky. (laughs) I want to know that what I invest in is going to work. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, to, to break it down a little further, so people are very clear, you know, your marketing has three, um, three pillars, three areas, three pieces of that pie, and that's earned, owned and paid. And, you know, uh, uh, at the beginning, I was focusing so much on the paid and the owned. So the paid being ads, that type of stuff, the owned being my social media channels, my website, that type of stuff. And then the earned is what people get really scared to do. They get really nervous about doing the earned work because there's not a guarantee. You might do pitching and something might not come of that. You know, when you spend money on an ad, you have a distinct ROI. You're able to say, this is how much this costs you know, for me to bring someone into my world or whatever. But the thing is, when someone comes into your world through an earned avenue, they are further down your funnel than someone who comes in cold. Mm. So if someone who listens to me on um, here today and they decide, Hey, I like, I like that chick. Like, I like what she has to say. I want to hear more from her. And they join my e-newsletter. They're already a little bit more, I shouldn't say a little bit more. They're way more primed that's someone who maybe found me on an ad and is just coming in and and doesn't really know me at all. Exactly. And that's the thing that I was talking about in another interview. We're saying when you have interviews on a podcast, you're introducing someone to your audience. So think of all the people, you know, all of my clients, my networks, and now I'm interviewing you. And so, you know, they trust me and I trust you, then it's just, you know, it goes down the line like that and vice versa. So that's what I really am excited about bringing to my clients. Once a lot more people, you know, they get their more episodes in and up. So we're really building their brand. The next step, you guys, you need to pitch yourself onto podcasts because you are going to tap into other people's audience audiences with your ideal listeners. And so that's what Christina helps people to do. So Christina, if somebody works with you, what can they expect with your process and kind of what do you need from them to get onto a show? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I work in a four month um, process at the beginning with any of my clients. That's what the, the contract is that we have. And the first month is dedicated to, you know, we have a kickoff call. We create all kinds of assets, the things that I need to pitch, a one sheet, um, my pitch template, all kinds of different things. And then months two through four is when I start doing, me and my team start doing all the pitching. And so that's when you start to get these fun emails that come through that say booking and then the name of the show, and then, you know, either picking a day or just whatever, you know, moving forward from there. But that's the thing that I think my private clients in particular love is that they, 
don't have to do all the research and all the pitching and all this and that they are able to just show up you know they they know what podcasts are going to be on hopefully they listen to it beforehand you know that's my advice to them and then they show up and they shine and that's it you know obviously i'd love for them to continue the relationship with the host if there's a connection you know to make sure and follow up with them but you know it, it just taking a lot of the time of pitching out for them um, they're able to kind of do the fun part like when I was growing up, my mom was like a, a, a horse, like she's a big horse person, like horse, you know, 4 a horse judge and all this uh-huh. stuff. And I loved riding horses, but I hated doing the prep work. Like I hated the, the um, brushing and the picking the feet and, you know, this and that. <laughs> and my mom was like, well, this is just a part of, you know, um, riding horses. And I was like, well, I don't want to do it anymore because like, you know, I like this part, but I don't love this part. And so, cause I love the riding, like, like, like if I could have just been born super rich where someone did all that for me and I just got mm-hmm. to ride, like that would have been amazing. Um, but alas, that was not my life story. So, you know, I, I, I kind of equated to that, like, we're going to do all the grunt work on the front end and make sure that you're getting in front of the right audience so that you're just showing up, shining, connecting with people, connecting with the host, and then able to have that piece of content moving forward. Anyone can pitch. It is very true. Like, I mean, I want to make sure like for my students and my clients, they're pitching at a high level, but you can do that. It's, it's just, a, but it is, it does take time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from my experience, I've also pitched clients. I've gotten them on shows and stuff, but it really does require a skill again. And that's what I say about podcasting too, because anyone can start a podcast. Sure. Anyone can start any of the things that I do, but (laughs) there is skill, there's strategy you have, you know, and it definitely helps that you've been doing this a while because also these aren't just Joe Schmo podcasts that you're getting your clients on, right? Can you speak a little bit on the quality of the shows that you're able to get? My main goal for any of my clients, you, you spoke to the strategy and that's, that's the key thing is there has to be strategy behind this work that we're doing. And that's when you start a podcast, like you do with your clients, making sure that it's something that makes sense for their audience. And it's the same for me. The first thing I'm going to ask the client when I start working with them is who is that ideal customer for you? Mm-hmm. You know, and what is it that you're trying to drive them to? Um, because we want to make sure that we're getting you in front of the right people. And we want to make sure that we're kind of with topics that bridge the gap between maybe where they are when they come, they start listening to the show versus having to go find out more from you, um, find out where they can grab your download or start following you on social or whatever. Um, you know, I've gotten my clients on great shows like the Heather Sager show, get paid with Claire Pelletro, um, you know, course creation boutique. These are great, great, great shows, but I don't focus on the number of downloads so that's always one thing that I make really clear to my clients, like before they start working with me, because if someone comes to me and says, well, I only want to be on shows with X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z downloads, that's not how this works. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many downloads a host has on their show. That's not public information. Only the host knows that information. So that's not something that I even know. But beyond that, I want to make sure that the content and the quality is what I want it to be at because people get all hung up on this. Like, like if they were to find out maybe that a show had like a hundred downloads. Okay. And they're like per episode and they're like, well, I don't know if I want to spend my time, you know, doing that. And it's the perfect audience, you know, for them. Okay. Um, (laughs) if, If someone were to call me up and say, Christina, we have this event coming up. 
Um, you're going to get to speak in front of a room of a hundred of your ideal customers. You better believe I'd be booking that flight, getting that hotel room. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I would be there because getting to talk to a hundred of my ideal customers and actually they're only paying attention to me, like in that moment, like they're hearing me in a, in a group or they're hearing me in their AirPods or something like that. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge. And I would rather do that 10 times out of 10 than be in front of a thousand people that don't care at all about what I have to say or what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I always, always stress people to remember that is that it's the quality of the audience and the, you know, what that host is bringing to their audience as opposed to just a numbers game. Mm-hmm. And that's funny that you say a hundred in my head. I was thinking, honestly, if there's five of my ideal clients, I am there because I'm going to close right? one or two of them. And yeah. Even like, right. And especially with, with <laughs> podcasting, because like, you just have to show up at that time, you know, at your computer, like, you don't, you, it's not like you have to do all this other stuff, you know, to go do that. It's like you show up and you get to have a conversation with someone um, and it's recorded. And then, you know, they're, they're getting it out there to people. Mm-hmm, exactly. And so that's why I'm so excited to have this conversation because I just know that you're really going to come into play in a lot of my client strategies because this is the next step after you're creating your show, which is what I help my clients do with Effortless yep. Engine. I'm a part of that, the, the media that you're creating, the content that you're putting out there, getting your voice established. And then Christina helps to spread your message to other audiences, which, you know, and that's why I'm glad that we're talking because I can't do it all in my company because that's, <laughs> it's, it's a huge strategy and what you do take so much time because that's the thing these podcast shows they're not just going to let anybody on to the show that they've built this audience mm-hmm. you have to really know how you're going to deliver value to that show it's not about you <laughs> again yeah. not about you it's about yeah. the, the listener and what yes. you can help them do yes i uh i love that you just said that because that is a huge huge thing that i teach my students and i talk to my clients about we are always going in with a mindset of service over Mm self-promotion always that is what podcast hosts want you on there to do they're gonna hey they're gonna give you an opportunity at the end to talk about you know what maybe something that you have coming up or where people can find you that type of stuff that's that's going to happen but you need to be going in there bringing actionable steps value pack that type of thing and that's that's what makes all the difference absolutely and one thing i want to say too just for your clients is that having your own podcast is a huge plus for other hosts. Possibly you could do a swap, which is awesome. You know, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense, you know, you could have them on your show, you go on there, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But also it shows that you know how to, you know how to talk, you Mm -hmm. know how to, how to have, you know, a podcast episode and, and how to do that work. So it's definitely a big plus for hosts that, that you have your own. That makes a lot of sense. Honestly, I guess I just assumed that you only pitch people who have a show. I didn't even think that you could be pitched without a show. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I don't have a show and I, I go on podcasts all the time. Yeah. You, you definitely don't. I, I have many, I'd say half my clients don't have their own shows. Okay. Half do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to know too. Cause I really did think that that was just <laughs> you know, free ride no, no. to get pitched. No. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. And I know what you mean because even just having my own show and having my episodes out and people know that, okay, 
I, I know what I'm talking about on this topic. And so then just creating that content and putting it out into the world. And so that listeners and people know, you know, my specialty and same with my clients, you have to create the content. So people know <laughs> what's yeah. in your head and they can hear and listen. And then, who, then it helps them determine who they can share this message with. Mm-hmm. And so Christina, can you speak a little bit about, do you have any examples from your own experience or your clients from after they got onto the show? Kind of how did that help their business and their services? Absolutely. I mean, I, I have tons of examples of that, you know, and, and, and like I said at the beginning, for me personally, in my business scene, you know, I go on quite a few, it's very meta, I go on quite a few podcasts myself to talk about mm-hmm. podcasts and podcast guesting, but, uh, you know, I have people that seek me out from podcasts and the beauty of it is they seek me out even months down the road because that's how people are with podcasts. You find one that you like and you binge, you know, podcasts, you might listen to multiple months back because you really like this host and, you know, kind of what they have to say and and stuff like that. So I think that's like one of the best is I'll just, you know, have someone book a discovery call or get an email that's like, Hey, I heard you on blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I had to, I've done that. I did that like six months ago, mm-hmm. but they just heard it. And now they want to connect. And I think that's one thing that's really cool is kind of that ongoing work. But yes, in regards to my clients as well, you know, they've seen huge upticks in, or, you know, upticks at least in like people joining their list, following them on social media, those type of things absolutely happen. You know, it's, it's something that's going to help build that credibility, that visibility. And that's kind of the big thing that I like to stress. It absolutely helps with list building, but really you need to be looking at it as like a, this is really going to get me out there and make sure that people know that I'm the expert on this particular subject. Mm-hmm. So how many interviews do you think someone needs to be planning into their schedule? Let's say, I don't know, every month or every quarter, what do you recommend? I love to be on an average of two a month. That's, that's kind of what I think is a really great spot, you know, and if you think about that, that's over 20 interviews in a year. And that's pretty awesome to have all those logos on your website that are like, I've been featured here, 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 and here. Now, with that being said, they don't necessarily average out to that. So that's what I mean is like, I might, and I don't get, and don't stress about that. You know, I might do a period of where I'm interviewing more and then, or I'm interviewing at my normal pace, but like three episodes come out in the same week. And then one comes out, you know, like a week later, like it, it all. And then the next month, nothing comes out. Like, you know, like it all kind of depends on how that particular host works and their schedule and stuff like that. So I, that's why I say, I try to have like an average of that, but I, I mean, it's, it's not like they have to be coming out like this certain, you know, this certain amount apart and X, Y, Z, I tend to try to be doing two interviews a month. And when they come out, they come out. Okay. That makes sense. If somebody is sold on podcast interviews and they said, yes, I want to do this. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of people listening don't want to figure out how to actually do it. Cause let me tell you, it's hard. It takes a lot of time. Yes. (laughs) A lot of strategy. Um, So if they are interested and they'd like to work with you, can you speak a little bit about that process and where they can connect with you for that? Yeah, absolutely. I have a few ways that people can work with me. Um, One is that I have a VIP day and that's really made for people that have a team member that they'd like to do pitching on their behalf. 
So like, you know, I might have like my VA or something do pitching. So what we do is we spend the whole day getting all the assets ready. And then we actually do a one-on-one -on -one training with that staff member. So that's one way that people can, can um, work with me. Another way is through my signature service that we've talked about, which is the podcast pitch broker service. And that's where we do everything, you know, other than the interview itself, we do it all. And so that's another, another way for people to work with me. You know, I love doing that work. We love doing that work, getting people on, on podcasts. And, you know, generally that's what a lot of entrepreneurs prefer because, you know, they just, they're like, okay, I'm ready to just have you uh, do it. <laughs> like, uh <-huh>. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, for people though, that are wanting to just do it themselves, which, hey, I, I've been there, I've done it myself for a long time. I also teach a monthly um, masterclass, a two hour live training, all about how to pitch yourself to podcasts. And that includes you know, how to do it. This is where to get started. This is where to research. Here's some templates, swipes, that type of thing as well. Oh, I love that. I definitely can think of some clients of mine who maybe yeah. they want to do it themselves also. Yes, so, absolutely. That's great. I'm glad you have that resource. Well, Christina, thank you so much for again, joining me on the thank show today. You. So glad that you got to share all of this knowledge with my audience and I'll put all the information down below so anyone can connect with Christina and check out all of the services she has to offer. And if you would like to discuss your content marketing strategy with me, please visit effortlessengine.com. We'll help you power your message into new territory. What are you waiting for? The world is waiting to join your journey.